Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I thank you for being here. I thank you for listening to me. I thank you for using your time to hear me out and heal and be you. And I'm proud of you if nobody's told you that today. And I know April was chaotic and this time last year in April was chaotic as well. Um, we were entering, entering one of like a bigger retrogrades that a lot of us were aware of um, at the end of this month last year. And I was talking to somebody and they're like, the energy is just new, but I've come to the consensus that I just have a lot to, of learning to do this month and that I'm learning a lot of lessons about myself and how to just understand my body better and listen to it and be more conscious of the way that I can take care of it because honestly it sucks to not be able to take care of yourself and I just saw 111 which me and my friends were just talking about but um thing after thing has been coming up this month and it's been it's been rough today's been rough I um had a dizzy spell and I hate being dizzy because it just freaks me out. I hate, I don't like flipping. I don't like spinning. I get dizzy so fast, so easy. So I don't even like roller coasters. And then the fact that my reality is spinning freaks me out. And so I was having panic attacks over that earlier and I was trying to sleep it off, but oh, it was just rough. And I, there was a few other instances of things that happened in the past few weeks and um, trigger warning blood draw, but I had to get my blood draw the other day to get tested for a few things, and that was not fun by any means. One of my biggest fears is blood draw. My main thing is I don't like veins, and it was super, super triggering for me, and I didn't correct, because normally I have like a panic attack, panic attack before going, and I didn't until I was about to get poked, and I started freaking out, and like they had to like hold me down and I was sobbing like every part of my inner child that would have sobbed came out in that very moment and I was like a little kid again I could not stand it and I was sobbing like literally like (laughs) that kind of thing I for some reason it's such a trigger and it's interesting talking to some people about um fears like when you go through them because some people believe that fears are brought into the next life after your past lives if you believe in reincarnation I was talking to um a holistic healing individual in my life and they were saying that they used to hate bridges like they would start going over bridges and they would sob and hardly be able to drive and they would freak out and they could only look at so much going over the bridge and then one day it just stopped and um they were like talking to like a psychic medium or something about that like when you get up to the moment in the past life when it had happened things are going to get really really chaotic and then you're going to be able to just let it go and let go of that fear that's in this present moment this present life and some of these fears of mine I know that have to be linked to my past lives because there would be no reason for me to be scared of them like the irrational fear of veins and the irrational fear of trigger warning puking and it's so very interesting even to just talk about that. Also, I just saw 333. So also if that resonates with you. But 
this month of April has just been chaotic and traumatic and overwhelming, but spring is a time for death. It's a death of a cycle, and it's at the end of spring is the birth of a new continuum, and then we have two to three beautiful months of passionate power and new learning and connections and we had to come to a death of things for us to be able to restart back up on a beautiful path. So with that, um, I've been reading How to See and Read the Aura by Ted Andrews. This was my grandmother's book. She passed away um, a while ago and I got to go through her things recently and she happened to have this and I wanted to read a few pieces. I also had shared them on my Instagram, but these two main pieces I love. So um, it's step number three. What is the aura? The human energy field can also interact with animals, plants, minerals, and other energy fields. All matter and animate and inanimate has energy fields because of its atomic structure. Inanimate fields are stronger and more easily detected, but both can be used to strengthen your own individual energy field. Being around nature is balancing and cleansing for your aura. There is a lot of truth to the healthy habits of hugging a tree. Trees have the dynamic energy fields, and they, en- and they interact with human energy fields dynamically. Each tree has its own unique frequency, just as the human does. Because of this, the different trees can be hugged that's in quotation marks, hugged, for different effects. Sitting under a willow tree for about five minutes, five to ten minutes, can alleviate headaches. Pine trees interact with the human energy to help clear off negative emotions, especially feelings of guilt from the human auric field. The pine tree is not harmed by this, as it takes the negative energies and uses them like fertilizer for itself. I find that so beautiful. Also, I want to fully mention this. So if you're into astrology and I just learned about like a lot of my astrology like symbolisms because I didn't want to like use it as a label like, oh, my Pisces, I have to be this way. But it's really, really nice and fun to learn about different aspects of yourself that you were born into, not born into, but like you had when the planets were aligned a particular way when you were born and for me, I'm a Pisces Mercury, and your Mercury sign is, like, how your mind works. So, like, Virgos, if you're a Virgo Mercury, you are very, very organized and concise, and you're a rule follower. You love rules, and you love being told what to do. That's what I witnessed. Um, for me, I'm a Pisces Mercury, and Pisces are already, like, the, they're the last sign in the cycle, and <laughs> we're, like, old souls by heart, and Things can be so chaotic because we're always dreaming and fast, like just fascinated with life and anywhere but like the places where rules are like we're always daydreaming in school or work. And for me to be able to be like fluently speaking like the way I am has taken so much practice. I used to not even be able to formulate like a complete sentence until my friends started sending voice memos and then I started sending them back and my speech is so much better People say I can articulate my words really well, and I always laugh at that because I'm like, I used to struggle so bad with that, but now that I'm getting better. So like, as I'm reading, I'm going to stumble a little bit, but it's practice, and I'm human, and you are human, and don't be afraid for stumbling upon words because nobody needs to be perfect. We're nature, and that's the beauty of living on this earth is 
Nature is chaotic, but it's also a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful safe space for all of us to be us in the most nature-like way, you know? So the next part is crystals. Crystals and stones have enjoyed renewed popularity in the 80s. This is because of their electromagnetic properties. The energy released by various crystals and stones are absorbed easily into the human auric field. There are exercises in chapter 4, blah, blah, blah. They're um, a good experiment to prove to yourself the effects of crystals and trees on the aura is through measuring. Hold a crystal for a few minutes or hug a tree for a moment and then measure your aura. So I'm not going to get into how to measure your aura right now. That would be left for another episode. But you can feel when your aura is really, really like expansive. I want to quickly share a story on auric fields. So I was getting some um, work done, energy work. Reiki if you're familiar and somebody was just like tapping into my energy field and growing up I never wanted to believe about energy because I didn't grow up with like super religious parents so I never believed in that quote-unquote bs but now I do believe in it because I've experienced it and this individual so was practicing and like kind of like preying on my energy in a good way like really focusing and honing in on it and like I'm trying to explain this so they were doing this this work um and I felt I was in a meditative state as well so I was just there and I was quiet and my tongue felt huge and my hands felt huge and I have no way to like explain this and somebody might think I'm crazy but this is my experience and I find truth to everything in the human experience so you can believe it or you cannot believe it it's up to you and I said that out loud to this individual and they're like that's your auric field expanding and by the time at the end of it before she released something for me I felt like a giant and then all of a sudden I felt like this like click in me and almost it was like a mental explosion but not painful or anything it was kind of like I could feel the expansiveness of my aura just splurging out into the earth and my auric field was so big that I felt like a, a giant. So if you're ever meditating and you feel like humongous, like a huge giant, that's your auric field expanding. And that was so beautiful. And after that, I had little synchronicities. But I find just, I also had a meditative state by this big, beautiful tree while traveling. And it was a huge, huge, I want to say it was an oak tree in Florida. And like right on the edge between Georgia and Florida and I like I had like these downloaded messages of like you know when you think but you like we think before we think that makes sense we get words in our head that aren't always ours again somebody out there is going to think I'm crazy but the ones that get it are the ones that get it and so I had these thoughts and this tree was like speaking to me because I think that nature can speak to us and it was saying plant seeds of yourself wherever you go and I was just listening attentively it's like this grandmother nature essence and it's just like you need to and it was right after um the thing with my auric field and then like continue to let your auric field expand wherever you want to be wherever you feel it needs to be and so now wherever I feel called to just hold so much space and shine brightly no matter what people are thinking that's the places I know I need to do the most healing for people and I truly think that I'm put on this planet 
to help individuals heal. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. And so anyhow, auric fields are so beautiful. And I'm so excited to study them more and work with them more. And some people I can see their aura. I've had a few encounters with just the most magnificent souls where I'm just able to see them as their soul. And it's not like a particular shining bright color like in art, but it's just like you can feel their soul. And that's how it is for me. I can't see it. I can't see. I see like their human body, but I can feel their soul rather than just trying to comprehend their physical looks, if that makes sense. And that is one of the most beautiful things. But some people you can just like by their name, you're just like, oh, that's their kind of aura. Or some people you can actually kind of see. People think that I'm like a warm orange, kind of like in um, a salt lamp. That's people say my aura is like, or some people say it's green. That's my favorite color because of nature and trees and falling back in love with nature. And I also really, really like purple. I had found out like the background of purple and Purple is such a magnificent color and I love it so much now. Before, I had pushed myself away from like girly colors because I don't like, I don't like dressing girly girl. That's not something I've ever loved. And so I was like, oh, that's a girly girl color, you know? So I always push that away. And anyhow, I watched this TikTok and this person was talking about how if you have seen it, I don't want to take it out of context, but I'm going to do my best just to sum it up. Basically, purple showed up out of this snail way, way back in some like medieval era. And then only emperors and like royalty were able to wear purple. And they would, they would kill people that if they weren't in royalty, then they would be killed for wearing purple. And so it's been passed on. And then people started discovering like plums and grapes and other types of natural purples like orchids and other purple beautiful magnificent flowers but in that one era and one particular place in time they were fascinated and they would not let anybody else and I also I've like I liked yellow for a long time because of my friend that was just amazing and we have different points of view on life now which kind of sucks but at the time she loved yellow and she's like I don't know like her nickname was like B and she just loved yellow and she had sunflowers all over her room so I loved yellow at the time and then I had heard something like the same thing about purple about yellow being a recipient of um, Van Gogh and his sad story and it doesn't have to be sad it can just be beautiful but like his sunflower painting and just all the emotions he put into that thing that we take for granted made me appreciate yellow so much more and the moon and the stars can be painted as yellow and the most beautiful flowers are painted as yellow and sunflowers are places for a whole ecosystem like ants and what ants eat and everything so yellow is also beautiful there's beauty to every single magnificent color but um my favorite colors right now have just been green purple I've been liking yellow and don't even remember where I was bringing that up but fancy (laughs) fancy I was watching some British show the other day and they said that but like enjoy the beauty and the mundane of even colors 
I pushed myself away from colors for so long. I remember one time my clothing palette was literally only blacks, grays, and browns. And that's because I was scared of color. And now I'm finally, like, after five years, I'm finally incorporating color again into my wardrobe. And I think color is just, if you don't know how to express it right, it feels wrong. And so just mess around with it. My favorite kind of people right now are also the artsy-fartsies who express themselves as their soul, you know, like our soul picked this vessel of ours because it was the representation of love to our soul. And from your from your nose to your ears, to your body hair, to your stomach, to your boobs, like, you know, I'm targeting mainly towards women because mainly women listen to this podcast. Um, anyhow, whatever your body looks like or is you are magnificent and beautiful and just know that your soul is in love with you and never forget that so express yourself the way that you want to not the way society deems you to i've been messing with color and dressing like a granny and wearing skirts and wearing fun shoes and i love it like as long as my soul is just like like get so excited about it like i can tell like when i'm beaming when i'm getting ready to get dressed that's how I know it's going to be a good day. And so express yourself and, you know, have fun with it. So I love you and thank you for listening again. And I'm proud of you and express, express you and be you and hold space and smile at strangers and kiss your friends on the cheeks and ask them to hold your hand and cuddle with each other and enjoy your company while it lasts. Because life is ever-changing and those people are lessons in your life continually and always will be. Also know that some people are only meant to be in your life as chapters and sometimes you need to let them go. And the Buddha always talks about the art of detachment. And when you can detach and know that you don't need anything, you can attract everything. So thank you again for being you and I will talk to you again soon.